Uh oh. Monday, February eighth. Yes, sir. Shouts out to Team No Sleep. We in the building. Yes, brother, sir. Brother Martell, how you living, man? Man, I'm I'm great, man. I'm great. How about yourself? Oh, we just we we trying to trying to keep it moving, right? One one foot forward and trying not to trip over ourselves. But uh, <laughs> absolutely, 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 man. Keep the discussions going. Keep everything. Keep everybody alive. What's going on? So yeah, yeah. You know, we 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 got a lot of lot of traction with. I'm just gonna go and put it out there. We got a lot of traction with the last show, and yeah. especially the uh, you know the the marketing promo that I put out there with uh, with with some of your commentary. So uh, that means we're resonating. That means we're, we're yeah. talking about the social impact of sport, not just talking about the game, not just talking about the scores. But we definitely gonna touch on that today. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think that means we are we are doing our, our work and we're doing the due diligence and it's resonating. So we're definitely gonna keep that up. Uh we appreciate folks that tune in and join us. Uh what happened over this weekend, brother? Any, any anything happened in, in, yeah. in the in the sports world over this weekend? Yeah, I mean, you know, the Super Bowl, Super Bowl is I will be the first person to tell you everybody I took Kansas City. I thought say Kansas it again. City. Hold on, say hold on, say it again. I took, I'm gonna, I took, I'm gonna put you I, on the big screen. I, I took Kansas City to, to to take the dub, you know, and obviously, you know, Brady, you know, did his thing and, and they won the game. But I mean, I got I gotta give credit more so to not only Brady, but the Tampa Bay staff, man. I mean, Byron Leftwich. Uh, Frazier and those guys, they just, I mean, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Bowles, Coach Bowles, they just did a tremendous job, man, on, on diffusing that jogging out of Kansas City. Um, they did a great job, man. I think it, 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 it I think people don't understand it unless you play football, especially with the, the higher, the more level you play, how much scheme comes into play. And they, they not only outplayed them, but they out schemed Kansas City and they out coached them. For, yeah. the, for the biggest game, for the biggest game. And that made Brady shine. That obviously made Brady shine. But they saw some things, I guess, when they were doing their evaluation that made them feel very, very confident in what they did. And then also in Kansas City, it didn't help that they didn't play very well, you know, dropping balls that they normally catch, you know, not being able to block as well as they have been before, not to be able to get, do the things they were supposed to do, missing field goals, botched punts. All that stuff <laughs> starts to add up, man. You that's, that This is this is a landfall for disaster. Um, I still stand by my word. I think, you know, Brady – not only is the goat man, he's probably the, the best football player ever to play to lace up some shoes. Well, you know, you as far know, as you, you know, he's got, he's got he's got seven of them. He's got yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. a ring for each day of the week now. Yeah, so he, yeah. he he's doing all right, and he yeah. uh, surpasses all franchises with that. Yeah. I know what no other franchise has that number, and he as an individual has that. So that that can't be. That can't be overlooked, and that's got to be yeah, respected. Yeah. But let, yeah, let's yeah. go back. Hold on, you know, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to gloat a little bit about the, about <laughs> you know the, the call because we you know we went back and forth, and everybody thought you know maybe I'd go with the with the with the, with the odds and, uh -huh. and go with Kansas City, but right out the gate, right yeah. out the gate, your boy had yeah, I went I went with the old man. I, I, no, I, and, he, I, and and you know, and like I said, man, I think I think there's something to be said for Bowles, man. The defense he put against Mahomes, man. I mean. They, I mean, he went three and out, punt, yeah. three and out, three and out. I mean, that that hasn't been done to that team, period, at all. I think that two weeks of preparation for them to have for, against that offense did something. And I don't, I really don't think it didn't look like Kansas City took them serious enough to kind of find out where the holes and stuff were at. At least it didn't look like from a, st a scheme standpoint. Maybe just something yeah. was off. But I mean, it, it it really you could definitely tell what team prepared yeah. for the other team big time and, and try to defuse what's going on. And they did that. I mean, I can't take the three. Tampa Bay did that. Coach Bowles, he got a new fan than me as far as defensive scheme <laughs> is concerned. And uh, um, 
you know, and then I, like I said, I think Mahomes, I think he, for the young fella, I think there's a lot of pressure on him. And I don't think, I think we haven't taken comment of that. He had the pressure trying to do this and he just, it didn't live up to the expectation. True. True. Yeah. You know, I think Kansas city started not, not just started out slow, but they, they, they looked a little, little off. Maybe mm-hmm. I don't want to say it was too big for them because they, they were the defending champs. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But, but again, last season, they didn't play uh, number 12. Right, so just a whole different mindset and a whole different pressure that comes with playing with with that gentleman on the other yeah. side, and then again you got to give credit where credit is due, right? On the, on the defensive side, Coach Bowles was just uh, they they shut down Tyreek Hill. Yeah, there was, shut down. There, he had less than fifty yards, I think, total, and you know they were they were forcing Mahomes to you know, just dunk the ball off to somewhere short to mm-hmm. Kelsey. Um, Kelsey was a big, to, to was a Kelsey, big right? Yep. Mm-hmm. That was all they had, and yeah. he he was hurried a lot of times. And then on the offensive side, right? Yeah, Coach uh, Leftwich. He yeah, said, yeah. Tom, just do what you got to do. We're not going to do a whole bunch of different things that aren't in your, uh, you know, your, your comfort yeah. zone. And yep. next thing you know, he connects with uh, Gronkowski again, two times. Mm-hmm. Right? Two that, times. That, that, yeah, they, yeah. They, they do this. They know they. They know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think that part. I also believe that uh, you got to you got to give. Tampa Bay a lot of credit because even when Kansas City's defense did step up and stopped them on a fourth and goal, yeah, on the one yard line, yeah, they didn't nice. they didn't get rattled. The Tampa Bay still stayed focused, and that's that's Tom Brady. That's yeah. veterans. Young guys would get rattled in that situation. Tom Brady didn't get rattled. He's like, yeah. okay, I'm gonna get us back down there again, and we're gonna <laughs> score again. I, I really, I really, I mean, I applaud Tom Brady's very his patience and his grit more than anything because you got to think you're always indicative of your leader. I don't True. care who you are. When you're a team, you're indicative of your leader, and he's the leader. His demeanor controlled that game. If you saw his demeanor, he was very calm for the most he part. Now, now yeah. for, for the most part, he 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 yeah. got into he got into he a was couple of little, little matches. That's, you know, that's just was, competitive. That's screaming. competitive spirit. No, that's <laughs> that's just arguing back and forth. Yeah. But I mean, his demeanor as far as execution and doing things yeah. he was doing, definitely very calm and very in control. And if you looked on the other hand, Mahomes, the young guy who's supposed to be be the leader, very rattled, rattled very yeah. hurried. Very frustrated on the sideline. Yeah. You could just tell the if you looked at them both when they showed those those sideline captures of both, Mahone's rattled, sitting on the sideline, hands in his lap, yeah. shaking his leg is shaking. He's trying to, <laughs> he's anxious to get back in. You saw Tom Brady, he's just sitting there calm, looking at everything with a grit look on his face, looking like, Well, let me know when I'm up next. Yeah, the same way he's looked every single season <laughs> ever since he's been in, 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 in the league, right? So yeah, yeah, nobody yeah. else so, scores. All right, when I, when it's my turn, yeah. I'm gonna get out there and do my thing. So I mean that 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 was a game definitely uh it, it it didn't turn out the way fans wanted it to i no, think I to from close. from yeah. the hype perspective right 31 mm-hmm. to 9 that that was it, it and it wasn't necessarily the officiating yeah there were a couple of um there were a couple of ticky tack kind of touch uh, fouls that were that were called but yeah. you know what over overall it really was just the mentality the mindset it, it was the game in and of itself and the game inside of the game um mm-hmm. who who else got to score so First of Coach Arians got his first yep. trophy. So I mean, again, I I love the the story of that. Uh, yeah, and, and uh, Coach Reed got his last year, but Coach Arians got his. Mm-hmm. Uh, really happy for that. That that just makes sense. And then just the fact of the diverse team that he's got around him from a coaching staff. Right, he's got you know the the, the black OC and the black uh, DC. Just just those aspects. Yeah. Women I mean, women assistant coaches, two women assistant coaches on exactly, staff. Exactly right. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that's that's just a recipe for success right there outside of the game. So that it, it just that just goes to show that when you put 
that's people based on their skill set in place mm -hmm. as opposed to always worrying about am i picking my friend am i picking the owner's friend or whatever the case if, if i'm picking the folks that got the right skill set we can do some big things I, I think that's a great and that's good that's a great segue kind of where we're going where we're going to lead this conversation but i do believe that diversity dynamic was absolutely perfect timing for the nfl for the perfect win perfect yeah. setup pressure a perfect recipe for success yeah obviously the diversity mechanism now, with that being said, I wish the ownerships and the hierarchies of the NFL will hopefully take that same platform when it comes to different things. And I mean, it comes to um, the way you want to ostracize athletes. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to speak. I'm going to speak candidly. The Seattle, the Seattle gentleman that got in trouble with the domestic violence right, right, right. has nowhere near been on cameras or been in front of the media as much as they had Ray Rice. True. No, not even, not even close. They've been actually seems almost like a cover up. They've been wanting to tone it down to make sure that it doesn't happen. Again, um, the NFL again, they're not they're not highlighting that they didn't hire not a lot of African Americans at higher positions, and not only at coaching's but also at GMs and front office positions as well. It's funny you love to have us playing for you, but you don't want us to have us in positions of leadership, and that means also quarterback. They're just starting now to accept us being the face of the franchise. Of certain franchises, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but they don't, they don't want us to be, you know, too much. They don't want that too much. They don't want us to be coaches. They don't want us to be GMs. There's very far and few of those numbers that are there. Um, and it's kind of sad where Eris has built this, this, this dynamic organization, which bowls and left foot are going to be head coaches in the league. So oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, 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 they're that good. They've done so much. Well, they're going to be that way, but the lead is really reluctant to hand over that baton. And let those guys kind of do their dynamics and do their thing. And I'm not talking about giving them a horrible team and they have to, you know, turn turn you know turn something really bad into good. I want to know when they're gonna when they're gonna be able to take over these organizations that are already good. Like Andy Reid took over Kansas City that mm -hmm. was in the middle of the pack that was going doing good. When they're gonna be able to have the opportunity to take over the Raiders when they had a good season instead of hiring Gruden, hire somebody else to kind of take over and go. And another thing, let's let's get back to also. I think it's a travesty that Tom Flores is just getting into the Hall of Fame. This guy was the first Latino. Latino. He's the first I, Latino. I might as well throw the, I might as well throw my agenda out the window because I, yeah. I was gonna, <laughs> man. That's I, the, I, I was going to talk about that later. That's, but that's got but, to be. That's got to be one of the worst things I've ever heard of of, of a selection committee. This guy was the first Latino quarterback in the NFL. First Latino assistant coach. First head coach as a Latino, and he was the first kid, Latino coach to win a Super Bowl. Like, what other what other groundbreaking things does he has to do in order for them to recognize that he should be he should be a monarch in the Hall of Fame, not just be accepted. He should be a guy that's be a poster child, especially for the Latino community. That's true. That's true. And be, and before you continue again, I think it's your networking that's having an issue because you are frozen in a particular stance. But we hear you, so keep oh, on okay. talking, yeah, and, and, and it's all right. <laughs> but 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 you're right. You know, Coach Flores finally at least getting into the hall. Glad that it happened. I don't, I don't know if it had to finally do with what was it some. Some uh, some beer commercials that he was on, and they were asking the exact same question, right? You know, yeah, Coach yeah. Flores, how come he how come he's not in the in the in the hall yet? Now now you're back on on video. Yeah, That's cool. Yeah. So you know, it, it was a great class that he went in with. So he went in with you knew Peyton was going to get in his fir first time, but yeah, Coach Flores, um, just everything that he did in Oakland, just the fact that again who he was and, mm -hmm. and and what he did for them, yeah. Why did it take so long? That that's a question that the NFL has to answer. Back to some of the things that we were talking and you were talking about, about the NFL's 
addressing racism and racism issue. You know, I was looking over high, highlights and lowlights, you know, based mm. on, you know, social media and kind of some of the interaction that folks have had since yesterday. And one of those lowlights was the NFL's anti-racism uh, public service announcement was yeah. a lowlight, right? Mainly for the fact that it, it missed the mark in the fact that it didn't miss, didn't mention Colin. Yep. Right. It they they had again another opportunity, another phenomenal year. So things started off in a, in a, in a, in, a, in a nice way. I'm I'm gonna say it really start off. You, know, you got Alicia Keys up there doing her yeah. thing. Uh, you got you got her up there performing. You got Jasmine Sullivan performing. You got um um what, what's her name uh, Amanda Gorman. Mm-hmm. reading another point. So, I mean, you got it going, right, with, with with a lot of diversity and a lot of good conversation, and it looks like it's going in, in the right way. But then you come out with that uh, public service announcement and you and you and you miss the one thing that's completely blaring about how the NFL handles and addresses race relations within yeah, the league. Yeah. Well, that I, something could have been said about that. I, we almost knew that they weren't going to say anything about the, uh, the the gentleman from from the Seahawks, right? Because yeah, yeah. it's it's it's, it's it's now too late, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there, there is a point in time where it, it, it's 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 almost too late to actually make a, a statement and make a make make a, a mark, and and for that one, that still needs to happen. But it's it's too late for that. But it's not too late to go ahead and talk about uh, the impact that that Colin Kaepernick had. But, but it goes it goes back to kind of the, the old cliche: we good enough to, to to entertain you, but we're not good enough to have that voice, that voice or, or voice of reason. Like you said, they laid it all up to that. And basically, it, it almost like a, it wasn't a slap in the face, but it was almost like, hey, we're going to lead off to this and we're going to throw them some money and then we're going to move on. We're going to move on because they said, oh, we're going to donate. I forgot the amount. I don't know if it was $250 million or $25 million yeah. to, 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 to the cause of in systematic racism. But then again, we have these issues and stuff that, like you said, you failed to address. Why not address Colin Kaepernick? Why wasn't he a guest of honor to flip the coin? Why wasn't he able to do some certain things like that to say, you know what, let's men, let's men where we know what we did wrong, and that will continue on. You can never do. I don't. I don't believe you can ever move forward with something unless you mend what already happened to move forward with. They haven't mend that. They haven't mend that relationship yet, and I think there's still um, a lot of um, good old boy networking in the NFL. Um, I think you know, and that's a, every, that's a lot of places, especially within the professional coaching rank. Yeah. It's a lot of good old. It's, it's not sometimes based on merit; it's based on the good old boy networking. And I think that's I think that's good to a certain point because everybody does it. Let's not let's not be naive. People do it, but when it starts to detriment and it, it's not a representation of your of your your workforce, then I think this starts to become a problem with it, especially when 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 we're calling for it and. And guys are earn- and guys are deserving of those roles in those yeah. positions. Yeah, it's not it's not like when you're like, hey, I'm hiring my cousin. He and he's never worked here before. You know, he's only he's only been, he's fresh out of high school. He's 19 yeah. years old. Yeah, he's I, I know a guy. I know a yeah, guy yeah, who yeah, can come yeah. and do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my barber talking, can come do it. Yeah, Wait yeah. a minute, now we're talking about guys that you know that have a, a very impressive resume yeah. that deserve those opportunities, and for some reason they keep getting shut out, and they're end up putting guys ahead of them that don't have such a resume, impressive resume in front of them. So. I believe that you know. I, I, I'm hoping that the players' association and the NFL kind of you know has has these open dialogue conversation. I know one one's the owner and one writes the paychecks, and that's always a difficult conversation. True, but remember, true. they can't they can't write a paycheck unless we're out there entertaining. So you know that that's true. But without the talent out there out there providing the uh, you know what what's bringing in the crowd, it's yeah. it's, it's, it's going to be hard to to you know keep those yeah. those, those revenues and and that money coming in. Speaking of next season, and so right now, mm-hmm. right, all those conversations are probably need to be happening, and I, and I believe that they are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
next season, we already got the draft order coming out. So we yeah. know Jacksonville is going to get first pick. Uh, the Jets going to come second. Mm-hmm. The Texans traded to Miami for the third, then the Falcons, and then the Bengals. So those are the top five picks. Uh, mm-hmm. They could use some shakeups on the field. They could use some shakeups in the mm-hmm. front office as well. Not sure if any of it's going to happen, but th- those those are the teams that again that top five in terms of the the draft order for next season. What 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 are your thoughts about those five in terms of again player personnel? coaching um, staff for, for next well, season all, all of them got a new coaching staff so it's gonna be that's mute now the the, the change in the guards won't happen no more until you know a couple of years from now i think personnel wise i believe jacksonville should draft trevor lawrence i mean if you if we're gonna go with a quarterback that has you know a good pedigree and knows, knows how to win i think it's him and you build around him and urban meyer really knows how to de- develop talent he's done it everywhere he's went and he's been successful I don't know. I think it's going to be a lot different in the NFL. You know, before in college, you get to go select and pick and really find a kid and you offer him and you develop a young man and they listen. Remember, 17 to 22 year olds will really listen. Now you're using a level where he's going to deal with these grown men where they don't <laughs> listen as much. <laughs> they don't listen as much. They don't, they don't, they don't, you know, they, there's a lot of egos and a lot of testosterone in the locker room. So, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna win him over, but I, I think it's gonna be a slower process than it has happened for him than in the college realm. It's gonna mm-hmm. take a little bit longer. Um, after that, man, to be honest with you, I don't know where everyone's gonna land because I think everyone's willing to trade to get more picks or find some veterans and within those five teams. I, agree I think everybody. Yeah. I think everybody's willing to, willing to move and shuffle around if the right offer comes along. You know, obviously we, we got my man over in, 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 in the Texans that's trying to get out. I think if someone needs a quarterback like Jacksonville, I wouldn't be apprehensive for trading my number one pick and swapping with Jacksonville in mm-hmm. order to get him over there. And that way I don't have to deal with Trevor Lawrence. But, I mean, I think those are going to be all kinds of moves that are going to start. Now the Super Bowl's over, now we'll see what GMs are really willing to make those moves yeah. in order to, yeah. you know, to move around. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, some lighter notes of yesterday, right? I, yeah. I, I want to I get your perspective on some, some other things. Now, again, I said highlights and lowlights. Yeah. Highlight for for me being military family was literally the uh, the flyover from the Air Force. Mm-hmm. So actually, I did some research on that. So the fact that it was a it was a B fifty two, it was a B two stealth, and a B one bomber that flew over. Mm-hmm. There is symbolism in that a fifty two, a two, and a one. So they added up to fifty five for the for the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. It's kind of cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, the B two stealth, the one in the middle, was actually flown by one of ten female stealth pilots. Mm. Not, not sure if everyone knew that. So, no, I didn't know that. That's cool. So, that so cool. yeah, man. So, so shouts out to you know uh, women out there doing big things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not not just uh, ref Sarah out there doing the the the, the line judging, but uh, actually had a stealth pilot out there. Flying. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so so that's that's big stuff. I, I, I really like that. Those I, are the things. So I'll let you say. You know, those are the yeah. things before the game that I get into. So the only mm. time, only thing that happened this year before the game was the uh, uh, Alex Smith story. So, you know, mm. I mean, normally you, you see a lot of stories leading up to the game, talking about yeah, yeah. The, the, the the players and, and, and their struggles and, and those types of things. That was the only thing that made me cry this year was the, was the <laughs> Alex Smith story. Right? And I've seen it and heard it ever since I saw what had happened. I, I knew the whole likeness to, to, mm-hmm. to the, to the Theismann, uh injury and all that, but yeah. you know, there wasn't a lot of that. It was just Alex Smith, and I got tired of hearing about Brady and Mahomes, to be honest with you. But mm-hmm. 
you know, the, the Air Force flyover was pretty cool. Was pretty cool. I, I think, man, I think all those little small sub stories are great. I think, like you said, her flying the, the you know, the, the, the airplane over, I believe the referee, Sarah, I believe the coaching staffs of yeah. Tampa Bay, the two women on the coaching staff. I think that's just a mark for, you know, we are becoming a multicultural, multi-gender, you know, yeah. force everywhere. We, you know, everyone's going. I think that's the. I think that's beautiful because that includes all the inclusion that we need, right? Yeah. Everybody, everybody's included now. Everybody, as long as you qualify, you should be able to do the job and go ahead and, and participate. I think that's a great thing. I think um, the Alex Smith story. Shout out to Helix High School where he graduated from from high school, went to Utah and did his thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that story right there will probably always resonate with me because. I, I I mean I saw the I saw a story a long time ago on ESPN, you know, un, un, you know, plug. Sorry about that, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but I saw a story. We'll get, we'll get some revenue from them yeah, soon yeah, enough, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's yeah, all right. Yeah. CBS Sports, ESPN, <laughs> Fox. Don't 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 don't. We're not hating. We're not. So <laughs> so I saw a story before, and I was man. I mean, when I saw a story before on that E60 thing, I was like blown yeah. away. Like I didn't realize how horrific his injury was yeah. until that story. I was like, wow, like. He lost his leg. He lost blood. I mean, he, they basically, I mean, he's the bionic man, man. They built yeah. it back up and, and hook and, and he's got, he's, and he was able not only to just be able to walk again, but now to be able to compete. And let's be honest, he won the starting job a couple That's of true. weeks and playing. That's so, true. I mean, I think Alex Smith is going to be a great coach in the NFL because yeah. he's been through it all. He's had downs, success, failures, wins, come back from injury, was injured. He knows how to deal with every aspect it is in playing in the NFL and playing that profession at that high level and everything that comes with it. So I, I, I hope he falls into the coaching realm at some point. I think he's going to be an excellent coach. Um, I think he's going to be able to, you know, continue, continue success like he has you know, been on the field. Yeah. Bro, I'm, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna I'm gonna send you some money through Cash App or or Venmo, and and we gonna, we gonna upgrade your networking plan because <laughs> the, the, the little cable modem or the little AOL. Oh, that I'm still rock, pleasing, man. I'm yeah, still... yeah, the little little dial up that you rocket right now. That's that's we just can't have that. Man, we, I'm on my I'm on my cable game, man. I don't I, know. I what's know. Going. No, man. You know, team no sleep can't be cannot be fluctuating like this. So I, I had to put you in the small window. Oh right man, I'm, I'm yeah. Up that. So you. You, you've been you've been demoted to co-host. You know th- well, this was a collaboration, but now you you've definitely been demoted to co-host. What's funny so, on my screen? I see myself moving. I don't know why I'm freaking. I know. I, I know. But let me tell you something. The rest of the world right yeah, now yeah, just, yeah, yeah. just yeah, sees yeah, your forehead and 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 your and your mouth open. That's it's, it's terrible. You see my forehead and my mouth open. So you see me waving right now, right? No, I don't see any of that, brother. Don't see any. Where of you that. see me? Where do you see me at on the camera? Hold on, where you where? See, not now, now we now we fluctuate and deviate. You know, the, now we black. <laughs> now I'm I'm black, right? I'm 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 fading. Well, you always right you always black. You gonna you gonna be you know that. <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is stay black and pay your taxes. Oh, you the only two that <laughs> I forgot that was an old joke. I don't know who said it, but okay. But you still hear an audio, so let so let's let, let me let you get your your cable modem AOL connection fixed up, so we can continue talking. The highlights, as, as we said, were you know, mainly the pre-show stuff. Uh, low lights, uh, man. There was there was a handful of those. And talk to me about your boy that did the the halftime show. Talk to me about the weekend. Oh, he gone now. He so Montel don't even want to talk to me. I I, I bring up the weekend because I know he's a fan of the weekend, and I'm just I'm just not I'm just not down with that. So hold on, let me see. He didn't. 
I'm here by myself. That's all right, folks. If you guys want to join, yeah, you know what I'm saying, Mary. Appreciate you. Now you, you see, we know we're not like this. This is normally a very uh, efficient, a very professional show, and this week he's broadcasting from somewhere new with with a toe up internet connection. So I, I you know, I, I don't know what to say about these folks. But uh, anybody want to come on stage with me? I will. I will actually allow you to come on. Since since this man can't uh, get his stuff going, man, you you're killing me now. <laughs> oh, there you go. See, there you go. Got some audio. See, okay, I'm I'm over here doing the tap dance. No, 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 man. I, let's go back to what you just said. The weekend, I thought that performance was horrible. I thought you, it was horrible. You didn't, you didn't like your boy when you you didn't you didn't like the with, with his with his with his black and white patent leathers. That's and, not my boy. I think and, he was. And, <laughs> That was a broke. That was a broke rendition of Bruno Mars. Time. <laughs> he didn't bring no guest out, man. He was dry, walking through the lights and the the mat. It was a. I think man, if they terrible. pay for if they pay for that performance, I don't know how much the NFL paid for if they paid anything, but that's not that's so, not what you expected a halftime performance. So check this. What's yeah, that? the NFL pays you to to do this. They they, they have a fund for it, mm-hmm. but but old boy gave or paid seven million dollars of his own money. For that, he paid seven million of his own to do that. Seven million of his own money for that performance, and the I swear, me and my son were sitting around. We were looking, said, "Man, that that's just that's about two hundred fifty dollars right there, right?" <laughs> yeah, 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 did, yeah. I, I did nothing. You know, you can't be up there singing slow songs during the Super Bowl. You know, no, everybody's supposed to be hyped. You know, there's not a lot of folks in the stands, and just uh, he. He he's not the one. He's just no. not the one. You know, he, he, uh-uh. he was he, the, the singles that he's got are okay for you know pop radio, pop music. But man, when you got the biggest stage and you walking around in a in a carnival fun house like you lost, yeah, yeah, and, man, and you yeah. doing a fake Michael Jackson thriller. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but but see, I, I would have been I would have been cool if he would have tried to rendition thriller or sung some thriller songs and brought the monsters or something. Come up with some type of. You you're supposed to be this the biggest stage of entertainment yeah. for you to showcase your thing. Let, and, and look, I wasn't very I didn't you know J Lo's performance. Uh, okay, but you know what? She brought Shakira out there to make sure yeah. the whole Latino thing came together. Yeah. Um. You know, Prince came on did his thing. Prince even brought Big Boy out from Outkast hey. to do his thing. Yeah, this Prince, dude, Prince, this <laughs> he dude, brought nobody. Nobody. He just was there singing his his couple of songs with his whack hair why did the brother coma's hair man i cut that on all before man, and on. look and, and fo- look and he had his his little dances walked yeah. around and <laughs> social media was just was killing them because they said yeah. oh my god everyone got these jock straps on their yeah, face yeah he wearing underwear so, on your face man come on bro like so it, it was not it was not a good look uh and and i don't know i i don't think he made he definitely didn't make money from it since he paid seven million of his own cash from it but well actually i don't know because they said he got a he got uh well the a, deal that he got the, the pepsi stuff so the, the, no, no. the pepsi commercials i think he's going to make some but money i heard a stream, his streams double his stream his streams double whatever that means on from from um a financial standpoint his streams doubled from that super bowl performance so i guess if you are a weekend fan i guess that's what you wanted um he got i get he, he captured the audience he wanted to for me, I'm not the one. I'm, you know. Man, look, I bring I, the Isley Brothers. If you're gonna sing slow jams, bring the Isley Brothers I, 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 to somebody out there to entertain us, man. I, not, not the weekend. Sure. Not the weekend. That's yeah. He was up there singing slow songs. I said, come on, <laughs> let me go get something to eat because this, this isn't what I came to see. I thought, man, bring Jay Z or bring somebody out there. Bring to, somebody to, out there to, to, to get some energy. 
Yeah, to give give some life, man. To do it was just a dry performance, man. I think the NFL needs to um, reevaluate who they're gonna have on there for next year. I, I have no. I mean, I have no. Yeah. But I. But I, I'll tell you this: Alicia Keys, Jasmine Sullivan's, and the Hurst performance was better than his. Yes. Oh, definitely. Come on, definitely. So, oh, and, oh. and and don't don't sleep on your boy uh, Eric Church too. When he started playing the guitar, yeah, 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 that sounded. The country dude. Yeah, the country dude. Yeah. That was a cool of, of R and B and country man. That was a cool yeah. remix. That was a cool. I would love to see them two perform. They they little thing on <laughs> halftime before <laughs> I would have seen him. I mean, he just yeah. didn't do a good. I don't think he just did. He didn't he didn't do a good job, man. And I don't know what they were anticipating or expecting, but uh. It wasn't. It wasn't a good halftime performance at all. No, so I mean, so so that that so that is that's actually a big deal, right? So so really, the NFL is going to have to come back next year and really double down. It's going to have to be a just a conglomerate, just a, a ton of folks out there to to make up for that because again, that's the biggest stage. You're trying to hype up the whole country, and I I always think back to so Jasmine Sullivan kind of mimicked her rendition of the national anthem to what Whitney did. Mm-hmm. Right during the Gulf War, and that's the kind of audience, and that's the kind of reaction, and the emotion that you should be getting when you do the national anthem and when you do the halftime show. That was a huge letdown for all of us going through, going through twenty twenty, going through, going through yeah, forty five, yeah. going through Man, COVID. I, I mean, all of that. I, we we needed to have something at I that thought, level. I thought with the choir or the the, the look the looks of a choir, I thought yeah. they was gonna go to church on us. You know, get us. <laughs> You know, shoot, we was all gonna be clapping and doing something. I mean, but he got him in robot eyes and pop locking in the background or what. I, I just, I just think whatever, whatever he was trying to do, maybe his fans understood it. I'm not a big weekend fan, so I just don't know. But it wasn't to me. It wasn't entertaining at all. No, it it wasn't that good. And so along those low lights, unfortunately, even this year's commercials were kind of drab. Yeah. Right. There, there was there was nothing. Good. A lot of companies actually pulled out and said they weren't going to do Super Bowl commercials. And they were either going to funnel that money back into the business and, and into healthcare workers or mm-hmm. you know, into PPE and things like that. But the commercials, eight out of 10 of them were head scratches for me. I mean, my, my yeah, wife was looking I, at me like, what, what in the world are we watching? And she says, you know, I'm not here to watch. My wife was like, I'm not here to watch the game. I'm here for the commercials. And she was like, look, some of these are just weak. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was that. They, they, I mean, you got to look at it from two standpoints. If you're a business, do you throw all that money into this? Where we're in the COVID crisis and all that, so do I need to throw that big budget out there for commercials? And also, did the NFL really do a good job trying to go get these people to really put together those big time commercials? I think there was only one that I saw that I was that I thought was pretty good. It had a bunch of actors in it. I forgot I forgot what what it was for, but it was one that was pretty good. But the rest of them. I was like, yo, it's just like a, it was a regular commercial. It was like, hey, <laughs> I got watching a regular game. Wasn't nothing, you know, no big, big yeah, bonanza. You, you, nothing you, like you, had, that. you had your boy streaking across the field. That was a little bit of excitement. You know, that, that, that kind of changed I wish the it dynamic. The, the beatdown that he got probably would have been better than the game. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that too, and yeah, he, when, when he got ta- when he got blindsided by by security, yeah. that that, yeah. was, that was that was nice too, but. Uh, so let, let's let's get focused here, man. I mean, so, so the game again, thirty-one to nine. The, the the Tampa Bay came through, did their thing. Brady yep. is is on top of the mountain. Uh, so shouts out to him and the legacy that he has. He says he's coming back. Yep. Arians is obviously coming back. He's he's not through. Gronk said uh, he's coming back. Gronk's coming back. He said that today. Yeah, he said he's coming back. So it's, it's going to be a, a a core coming back. 
the the front line for Kansas City will be back. They weren't playing because most of them were either hurt or mm-hmm. one of the I think the guard or the tackle is a doctor, right? Doctor mm-hmm. in Canada, so he he opted out this season. So respect and one was hurt. for him. And one was hurt before the game. Yeah. It yeah, so so, so they'll be so they'll be back right yeah, to 100 yeah. percent next season, and I think that they'll 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 compete much much better, and and they'll they'll live with that, and they'll be hungry again. Uh, let's talk about some other sports. What 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 you what are you seeing happening from? Because uh, all we got right now, besides that, is we we got a little NBA action. Well, we got the you know the All Star game. You know the announcement they talking about they're gonna have the All Star game, even though players are saying they're not well, sure if they want to they want to participate in that. You said they they announced it, but what what are your thoughts about that? Do you think anyone's actually going to show up? And- I see. Okay, it's, this. It's- I'm I'm looking at the NBA. Let me let me kind of my platform in the NBA. So I'm go not understanding. I'm not understanding like, and we can go to concerts and they sit us in those pod areas in concerts. Yeah, you know outdoor. You know I know it's outdoors. But I'm of the outdoors where they sit you like in a seated group of six, but they space you out where you can watch. You know, enjoy the concert. I'm not sure why the NBA can't do that with inside their buildings. Like, put enough fans in there, space us out, and then fill fill it in like the NFL did with you know with fillers with people that look like people and making the noise and all that stuff to kind of have more of a crowd. I think that would be more enticing for them than want to participate and play. I'll be perfectly honest with you. The NBA right now is really dry. I have a hard time really watching the game and being really into the game when there's no crowd. Even college basketball, same thing. No crowd. No, because right. that's that's part of the game. You want to see the fans and the crowd and the people going crazy mm-hmm. and all that stuff. So I, I believe then the NBA players should have the option either to play or, or opt out if they don't want to participate in it. And I honestly believe it. I don't even think they should have it this year. I think everything they should just chalk it up to COVID and say, you know what, we're not going to risk risk it this year. We're not going to be able to get the fans what they really want this year because it's the dynamic is completely different. So let's just get planned for the following year and let's just concentrate on the shortened season as the NBA and let's yeah. make our push towards the playoffs. Yeah, well, NBA isn't as as diligent this year as they were last year with COVID mm-hmm. protocol, right? We're, yeah. we're seeing more and more games being postponed, canceled, or, mm-hmm. or whatever the case, because multiple players on on multiple teams are are being exposed, or or, or whatever the case. So. You know, they, they did it right the first last season, but yeah. th- this this year it seems to be lax, and, and more and more players are going to the club or going doing whatever <laughs> they do. Right, they're, 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 they got tired of all that lockdown, so yeah. uh, they, so they let their guard down, and it and it's not looking as, as good for them. I, I agree with you that probably the All Star Game is not the best thing to do. No, just, and, just be, again because I I don't see from some, from a ratings perspective, yeah. so TV and money and all that. I I don't think folks are really. And, and you know. got to also think, you know, we're going into some summer Olympics are coming there, so they got the Olympic yeah. those guys that's going to the Olympics. So we'll we'll get our taste of our all star exactly. teams there. Uh, I think the NBA should really concentrate on the shortened season and getting those guys ready to push for the playoffs because everybody wants to see the playoffs more yeah. so than the regular season anyway. Let's make that push towards there and then kind of go and then restart. I know the NBA. I I I, I the commissioner said. Money-wise, they're not as good as they, they thought they would be because there's no fans and it hasn't been able to reopen up just yet. Mm-hmm. So that's even why they're considering possible expansion in the next couple of years. They may have two new franchises to make up the money they lost from here. But I have a problem with, you know, billionaires is making more billions, man. It, it, <laughs> you know, it's it's all relative at one point. Um, I, I just believe that they should concentrate on giving us quality instead of quantity at this yeah, point. I agree. Give us some agree. quality. Give us some quality play quality NBA play. Let's push towards the playoffs. Let's get those rivalries back jumping off, have this season. And then we get back. Then things that I think with the, you know, with the Vikes vaccine coming, everything can start to kind of get back to normal. 
and then we have sports like we're used to having it. On, along those lines, let me ask you from your perspective, because you're pretty tied into the uh, the high school level, mm-hmm. right? Well, the whole let them play initiative. Uh, what, what what are you seeing right now from the schools and the athletes that you engage with with uh, the whole let them play updates and and just uh, are, are they getting out there and practicing or have, have, no, have, have, um, have things been scrapped completely? Private school, so I, I could look at it from a football standpoint. I'm not quite sure other sports, but from the football standpoint, private schools have been able to practice limited, limit, limited uh, under protocol. And I mean, when I mean by practice, they don't have gear on. They just been able to do drills and stuff like that and work out in a spacious environment. Um, public schools not because public, a lot of public schools are not open. Um, so the let me play movement is is really divisive down the middle. I mean, um, and even myself, I find myself going back and forth. You know. Do I want seniors and those guys to have opportunity to play and feel like, you know, have some kind of normalcy their last senior year or their, their last year in high school or this or the rest of this year in high school? Absolutely, yes. But do you want to do it at the risk that they can, can you know, have someone that's asymptomatic, catch it from them? Because I, I, I agree with the data. They don't pass it as much. They really don't. They, uh, um, they most of the kids they, that are athletes are asymptomatic. They don't even recognize they have the symptoms. Um, they, they can fight through it because of their, their immune system. But, you know, as we definitely get to environments that are uh, um, that are that are uh, uh, more urban and what I mean, you know, more more definitely uh, financially divisive, you know, lower income, lower income. Mm-hmm. Most people live with generations. And if they live with generations, that means grandma, uncles, aunts, cousins. Sometimes they live with each other, or live very near each other. And they're very close niche. Me being an athlete, I may play and I can come home. I can affect my grandmother. And yeah. I don't think or somebody else that can be have, you know, have 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 symptoms or be very be very sub, sub be very subjected to the virus. I believe that it's not worth it. Me personally, it's not worth it. Um, right now we're 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 going in February. If we were to have a let them play, they would start March first. You have to have at least for football, I know for sure you gotta have at least two weeks training. That means the first and then you have usually one preseason game. That means the first game won't happen to to the mid of March. What are you going to play five or six games until wow. April? Yeah. And then you graduate in May, June. A lot of people graduate in May and June. So the guys that have signed letters and 10 are going to go to play in college. They report usually early July, late June, because they got to get ready to get ready for the season for college football. So then you mean to tell me you're going to have a kid play a six game season where a lot of kids are not in shape. That means the coaching is going to be fast. I mean, it's not going to be as, 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 as well as it normally is, it's going to be rushed. Mm-hmm. And, and anything you get rushed, you're going to be subjected to injury. So um, do you let the class of 2020 – now you live and run into the dynamic, do you let the class of 2021 play? Do you even let them play at all? Or right. Do you let some of them play? Or how would you work that? And then um, I, I'm all for coaches playing, but what about the kids that aren't playing or aren't athletes? What about them going back to school? Where's their yeah. normalcy in life? Why is it just athletes to get a chance to – let me play and let me get back to yeah, doing exactly my normal thing. Where's, where's the students? Why come I can't get back to doing normal things like that? So, man, it's a divide. It's a really division within there. And I'm, I, I toggle both sides. I have a son that's a senior. Uh, he's an athlete. I wish he would have. He, he, he has had or had an opportunity to play. But, you know, man, it, at the end of the day, I'm all about saving lives. You know, uh, you know, we there's I just too many that. people. There's just too many people that die to this to this virus. I mean, when we're going four hundred thousand in, in, in counting, uh, just yeah, to watch like football, four, like four hundred fifty thousand, yeah, so yeah, just yeah. in the U.S., right? Which is a tragic number. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. So, so we want to risk four thousand, you know, for over four thousand and fifty-two, 
to die just because we want to watch high school football or we want to watch a high school volleyball game yeah. or we want them. I believe they just this has just been one of the situations they have they had to sacrifice their senior year in order for us to move on to better and greener pastures going on in the future. Yeah, I agree. I'm, a, I'm making a little note here in the comment section that I need to take this photo <laughs> of your frozen frame. And, oh, and, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna shoot that I'm gonna shoot that image to ESPN. I, and I'm gonna I say, yeah, we we trying to get we trying to get some some <laughs> some marketing from you. And this is our show. My God, what is going? on? I I'm, promise I'm, you, man. I don't know what's going on with my computer. I think it may be Monday. I don't know what's going on, but whatever it is, I'm oh, gonna, gonna blame. He's gonna blame it on the Mondays. It's right? gonna be on the Monday, man. <laughs> that, that that web traffic is going too hot on Monday. That's all. I, I heard that. I heard everybody screaming at YouTube. Uh, yeah. I am looking like forward, as you said, uh, to the Olympics, the Olympics. I know they're talking about the Summer Olympics and getting all of those things squared away. Uh, that lure is one of the original events that kind of shot our site, shot my site to a, a different stratosphere. Right. Just just being able to cover the Olympics, cover mm-hmm. some of the athletes. So shout out to my boy, Rick Chaplesky, who um, back in the day did a lot of interviews with me of, of some athletes. Mm-hmm. And, and that took off. So I'm looking forward to that for sure. I agree with you on on the on the uh, all star game. I just don't know if that's really the right time right now. Um, we didn't have a lot of other things to talk about. The big thing, obviously, was the Super Bowl, and I'm glad we touched on the different again the, the, the social aspects of that because that, yeah. that's what we're really good at. But I wanted to throw you off guard a little bit, and and maybe as I continue to to draw it out, your screen will come back. Um, but I got you on audio. Uh, okay, okay, I'm here, man. I'm here. I, I wanted to ask you kind of some additional topics and just just they're they're around the area of sports, they're around the area of of just things. So, where do you typically get your sports news from? Oh, all kinds of sources. You know, the phone, obviously. You know, that phone feed is 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 the is the big one right now because that's that that you know we get the mass data and the mass information from there. But also ESPN. I mean, that's my source. That's okay. kind of like the, that's been the Bible of, of sports right about now. Um, unless it's low, unless it's things that are lower level. Like me, um, I follow a lot of D3, D2 college athletes. So they don't normally get on that scale of the ESPN um, level. And then also then, like I said, I look for other stories, you know, that, that are kind of out of the ordinary. Like I told you, we, we talked about the Seattle dude. Um, remember I told you that and you're like, yeah, I haven't seen nothing on ESPN. Yeah. I just kind of got it from another source. So. I really um, I try to just funnel it through my phone and a lot of alerts. But ESPN is still the Bible of getting your sports information. It, it is. And, I, and I've always, I've wondered about that. Right. Because it's, it's been that way for a long time where it's just ESPN. You know, Fox has their little stuff. Mm-hmm. CBS has their stuff. Uh, I'm not a I'm not a fan. And I probably shouldn't say Bleacher Report has some things, but mm-hmm. they seem to be. They're, they're not as as comprehensive in their coverage. So. Mm-hmm. Me saying that we'll probably never get a sponsorship from them, but I, look, again, I'm, I'm, I'm shooting it straight. But yeah, yeah it, it seems to be ESPN as opposed to the primary source for sports, and, and that, I guess that just makes sense. Uh, uh, I got I got one thing though before before we move on. Yeah, did you were you able to catch that special on Good Morning America about the NFL about the CT the CTE protocol? No, I heard about it, but I have not looked at. So hopefully, I can get that on DVR and, and watch it. Uh, yes, um, very interesting. Down. Yeah, very interesting. And I and you talking about getting your information from sports. You know, obviously, I got this story, and I, I listened to this via Good Morning America, yeah. where they talked about um, they do um, 
there's two different formulas for calculating if someone gets paid out for CTE from the NFL. There's one for white players and there's one for black black players. Yes, I remember that. I remember hearing the highlights of that, but and again, I couldn't find yeah. it. Yeah. So that's that was that was one of the things I wanted to ask you about. Man, come on. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you go on before I yeah. get on my soapbox. Because <laughs> nah. let me let me let me sit up. Yeah. Let's get focused here, right? That, yeah. that that right there. I mean, that was an interesting story. If anybody uh, go out to Good Morning America, it, it's there on their website for sure. Um, um, it's a big story. But basically, the story was a was a player for Pittsburgh Steelers. He his doctor said he qualified for CTE. He got all the, the proper certifications or or, or or evaluations that he needed in order for them to um, to take it to the NFL. Um, went to the NFL. He comes to find out as he does some investigations, there are two different ways of measuring if you're going to get paid out for protocol for for having that for the having this having mm-hmm. CTE. Um, and there's one for white and one for black. And in there, they doctors have mentioned this is definitely racial discrimination on how they're doing this and how they're doing these payouts. Got to look at it from another bigger angle than that. You got to remember the NFL is 70% black. Mm-hmm. So that means if they're, if they're, if their formula deems them differently, that means they're more apprehensive not to pay 70% of those players. They're not going to pay them because that formula is calculated completely different than they are for the 30% of white players that play in there. So it's, 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 it's wild, man. I, I didn't even know that was that was there. But again, I don't see how the NFL, you know, again, we're talking about diversity. They've they don't got it in the front office, man. They're not doing it. They, they, I don't know what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, there's this. And so here, here's a story and I'll make sure to put it in, in, in show notes. It's, it's, it's crazy that the um, cognitive levels that are mm-hmm. put into this into this criteria right for being paid out for concussions and and and, and ex-athletes who file uh against the that 2013 mm-hmm. lawsuit that there is a different criteria for black players versus white players and um when when i heard it i was like this this can't be right yes right it, I, I was like this, this 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 and it can't be this recent i mean this, this had to have been something that was back maybe in in the days when jim brown was playing or you know <laughs> gail sayers or something but no this is this is now. new now. This, is, yeah. this is new and has been still in place uh uh with, with, with players today who are retiring and are facing facing issues with concussions and trying to yeah. get their money right so that is is, is well, to to me it's it's crazy because like you said, we're in this today's era. Um, we're not talking about, like you said, like back in the 1940s or 50s. This is now. And mm. I can't even believe this is legal. Like, how can you derive something where you're going to pay them? You know, what's supposed to be the same amount because you settled this this, this lawsuit and you agree that you're going to pay. But now you're going to pay them differently. I don't even know how it's even legal. In I don't even know how you make that legal in your documentation. That's That's bizarre to me. And they use a term I think called I forgot the name. They used a, a certain term on describing them, and I can't think of it right now. But I'll, I'll, I'm sure I'm going to bring it up in another one of our, our, our shows. Yeah. But it, it's 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 it just doesn't make any sense to me how the player union, the players union again can stand for this. How can the the people that retire from the NFL how can they can stand for this, and how can just people and executives in the NFL office can stand for this as well? Yeah. And and how did it pass through all yes. of the rig- rigors of again, like you say, the union 
looking at it, you know, again, mm-hmm. before you sign any contracts, especially these these fellas, before you sign any contracts, make sure you know everything that it says. And for these stipulations to be written in the bylaw of who's going to get paid, should you have this type of a head injury and who's not going to get paid or how much you're going to get paid. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's it really is mind boggling that something like this is still in existence and is 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 part of the way that the NFL is operating today. Yeah. So so you got a lot of things to worry about, Goodell. Right? You, you got to worry. <laughs> you, forget about worrying about you know the the playcock and 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 everything else. How many downs? Yeah. And, and know where to play the next Pro Bowl if you're going to have a Pro Bowl. You got to worry about the social aspects of what this league is portraying to society because more more folks focus on what the nfl is doing as opposed to any other sport right Mm -hmm. baseball has always been said to be america's pastime and all but it's getting too slow for a lot of our younger Mm-hmm. generation right they, they they like that fast pace because you know they got a phone in front of them so they're used to quick reactions and and, and quick uh bits of information so baseball is kind of slow nine innings at three and a half hours sometimes I'm, i fall asleep at a baseball mm-hmm. game uh <laughs> nba is is is, is a different stratosphere right you, you got seven feet tall gentlemen who are just and you know they they look like uh monsters out there they, they some big fellas out there mm-hmm. and, and again not not everyone is going to grow that high i thought i was tall i'm six six feet and you know tall boy you know who i do a show with as well he, he's seven feet and i'm, I'm looking up at him but so <laughs> I, I i can i can run up i got a good 40 time so mm. you know football is okay but but again I, yeah. I'm, I'm definitely not at, at this level but yeah, yeah this is again is what resonates with a lot more i think of just the regular consumer right you know that's why you hear the term monday morning quarterback you hear the term mm. that folks think think they can do it who wish they could do it have done it in the past but to have this in the bylaws of where a different set of rules is in place for the majority of your league. Yes. That, that, that's, that's a problem. That's a black that, eye. That, that, that's, 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 that's a, sort of the black eye or black stain on, on the yeah. NFL. Yeah. And, 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 you know, and it's rightfully so, you know, you, you're taking your time to, to discuss racial discrimination. Now you, you're, you, you, you practice a, a racial, something that is racial discrimination, period. <laughs> How are you going to donate to 25 million or 250 million to racial discrimination and racial inequality when you're doing, when you're practicing it within your own company? I, and it, it's, it's, it's as much as I love football and I love the NFL and I, and, and tall boy even said, why do we support it? Sometimes it, it makes me question. Why do we support it? Why do we continue to support it? I know um, I question myself sometimes doing it. Like, why am I supporting something that doesn't support me, myself or my people? It doesn't, it doesn't do it. Um, it doesn't, it's, it's not a good reflection. Like I said, you, you're contradicting yourself. You donate money to the same cause that you, you're supporting, that you're implementing. I'm, that's why I'm waiting for the Olympics. I'm going to get back into curling. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get me a broom and, and a slick floor and I'm going to get out there and do some and a curling. big rock hunt. Just that's, that's, that's it, there. brother. That's, go, that's going to be my new sport. 2021. I'm, I'm, I'm curling that guy and badminton. You, yeah. you can't get mad at, at somebody playing badminton. You know, you cannot, man. All you can do is <laughs> laugh and enjoy. Enjoy enjoy the festivities. Sure. Uh brother, what I tell you what, what you what you got uh, what you got next? I, I think uh, we are we had a show, so obviously we, we normally film on Sunday. 
at uh, 6 p.m. But let me tell you something. I'm going to go ahead and make it live right now. I'm not going to be able to film next Sunday, Valentine's Day. I will get kicked out of this house <laughs> if I if I try to film a show with you on, on Valentine's. Not like we can go anywhere, but I, yeah. I, I, I got I to gotta keep my, my priorities right. So we're going to take off. Um, I don't know what's going to happen in, in, in between time. Again, we got we got a little bit of basketball. We got uh, hopefully some conversations around s- some of these items and issues affecting and facing uh, football. But uh, I sure would like to see. I don't know, some hockey. I sure would like I don't know hockey, but I sure would like yeah. to get it and understand and see and see what's going on. I sure would like to see maybe some boxing or something. I, you know, we we need sports. I know we need to do it safely and all, but I mean that it really is such a critical component of society. Uh the competition, the one-on-one or you know if, if it's individual or, or plural teams whatever the case may be just just that whole aspect of of uh, competitiveness and we, we're like that in our day-to-day jobs we're like that in, in every relationship that we have and, and when you can see the entertaining factor of sports uh, we, we got to continue to make that happen but i think what i like about what you and i are doing we're talking about not just again the sports scores and not just the end result but the that ugly underside sometimes. Yeah. And right. like you said, it, it's a, there is an ugly side there that needs to be discussed and be addressed. I mean, we, if we're going to like, a, like we were talking before, if we're going to evolve. We got to kind of address the elephant in the room when something's wrong, be able to talk about it. And hopefully there's some, some dialogue that helps it move, move the needle a little bit forward or corrects the issue. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, I believe, like you said, sports is a part of, a, it's a part of the United States period. Yeah. Everybody in the United States, sport, sport, well, no matter what sports you like, it's a part of the competition. Um, you know, following heroes, following your role models, it's all there within sports because you can find it in sports. And, and there's a sport for everybody out there, you know, to look at and, and, and take a look at. I, I just hope we can figure out a way to get back to normalcy, you know, where we can have those fan, regular fans there, have those fanatics there, you know, you know, <laughs> the fanatics there with yeah. the, the, the stomach pain and, and war paint all over the face and you know, cheering for their favorite team. I, I'm really going to be, I'm really interested to see how the NCAA tournament is going to come out because it's coming up sooner than everybody thinks. March Madness will be coming yeah. real, real soon. I want to see how that, that plays out because by that time we'll be kind of somewhere really a little bit more advanced in the vaccine. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't, I'm not quite sure college students get it, but I know we'll be far enough in the vaccine. I'm wondering how that's going to play and maybe possibly fans being able to join it. And I think that's going to dictate how the NBA goes with the NBA finals and the playoffs. Kind of how ba- whatever whatever they're gonna do in NCAA, True. I'm interested to kind of see that part. In between that time, it's gonna be a lot of basketball. We got the NFL draft will be coming up in April, but there'll be a lot of talk about free agency coming in with that part. Baseball is gonna be starting. You know, they'll be starting pretty soon. At least getting their getting their trades and getting ready to get lined to go to spring training and, and so on and so on. So I'm excited about all that. I just wish there was some more boxing. I really yeah, do wish it was yeah. more boxing. Um. By, not MMA. I mean, I know there's MMA fans out there. I'm not, a, you know, I don't know MMA very well, so I can't tell if I'm a fan or not. The grappling doesn't like it, but I love when somebody gets knocked out. And looks, <laughs> <laughs> it you, looks you, you want you want to see Floyd get out, out there and do his thing, right? You, I, you, I want to see wanna... Floyd box. I mean, I want to see you know, you know, uh, Jamal Crawford, you know, the up and coming yes. guy coming. Yeah, you know, Sproles. I want to see all those guys. Those guys get busy more fl- frequently and make. I, the pay-per-view thing is not going to work because you can't get fans in there. So sure. why don't we uh, – hopefully 
to figure out a way to get it on the ESPNs or something like that for us to be able to get a chance to enjoy these guys' talent and they can make a little bit of money at the craft. But I would like to see a little bit more boxing uh, myself. That, that that usually always kind of gave us our fix until we got in between these big sports. You know, <laughs> when we go to baseball or to football, you know, you got a boxing match. Between basketball, there's always a, a good boxing match coming on, That's coming true. in. So. I hope that that kind of picks up the pace. That's true. I love it, brother. Hey, I appreciate you, man. We're gonna we're gonna go ahead and shut it down here for the week. Uh, we had a full week. We appreciate everyone who came and joined and engaged with us. Team No Sleep, as you know, we talk about the social impact of sport. Give us some ideas. Give us some suggestions. And you see, I, I put the link up there on the on the screen if you want to join us. Because anytime Montel's screen is jacking up, you know, and, and having problems with his with his AOL dial up, I, oh, I, man, I, go, I, I don't go. I don't mind having somebody else to talk hey, to on hey, screen. You know, it's crazy. I'm on my work PC too, so that's even funnier that this, that's this the problem happening. Right there. This, this happening right there. So uh, I'm, 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 I'll promise next time, man, I'm gonna have my stuff straight. We're gonna be all right. The, good yeah, you know, if, if anyone wanted to come and join like the pre-show and, and see the <laughs> 30 minutes that we go through behind the scenes of, hey, man, you, 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 I see you, but I can't hear you. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> would you log into another browser? No, it's not it. Man, come on, bro. <laughs> man, man, we, we, we got this, man. I, everybody out there is my fault. I'm going to blame it. I'm going to put I'm going to put the blame on me. So it's all good. But uh, um. We good, man. We good. We got, you know, whatever the next show we're going to be about, um, it'll be about whatever's coming up this week. And, man, I really want to hopefully deep dive into some more social issues and, yeah. and some and some, and some some things that are going on with, you know, the, the ins and outs of sports that we need, that, that I think people should focus on. And, you know, like I said, we will get some college football. That's coming up, too, as well. You know, the, the, these guys are playing these shortened seasons at the FCS level. Yeah. Um, you know, the Division One AA's and below, they're, they're, they're all scheduling some small seasons. So, We'll have some of that. So we'll have some that's some good dialogue coming up. Oh, yeah. I think by having a week off, we'll we'll have a good uh, good uh, collection of, of stuff to talk about. Talk about we saw you talking about the All-Star game by, by in the next week and a half. We'll have some good commentary on that as well. That being said, y'all be good to yourself, Montel. Stay out of trouble. Get you get you some some righteous Internet. Um, and outside of that, we appreciate y'all. We out.